So the Philadelphia 76ers get absolutely destroyed by the Brooklyn Nets last night at the Wells Fargo Center today. We will break it all down. What happened last night? And I will leave you with a little bit of optimism that I think you might need today. Let's go. Perfect. Perfect. What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome back on into Philly Take with RB, where we're covering the Sixers 24-7, win or lose, man. Hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notification bell so you're updated on all the content today. We are back, and it's definitely tough covering the team after games like last night. The fact they came out, uh, you know, in the spotlight with all the lights shining bright and everybody watching and we laid an egg. That's what happened. The Sixers, uh, there was no excuse for that. I mean, you, you can't have that happen in that type of game with that type of magnitude. That's the bad news. Here's the good news. The season is not over. I know there were a lot of reactionary takes last night. I waited to do this till the next day just so we could kind of have more of a level head here. Also, I am feeling a little bit better, but still under the weather, but got to keep pushing through. But anyway, before we get into it, man, definitely go check out the new channel Instagram page at Philly Take with RB over there on Instagram. Go give it a follow. We'll be posting a lot of stuff over there as well. Thank you so much. Um, we were watching the game last night. It, it was a it was a big disappointment, very big disappointment. I want to give credit to the Brooklyn Nets. Obviously, I've been jawing at them. You know, I mean, we, we go back and forth. This is like a little mini rivalry now, right? The, the return of Ben Simmons. Uh, the Sixers fans were loud at the beginning. At the end, obviously, you know, KD said that we had nothing else to talk about. He was kind of right, man. I mean, we were shut up because we were just kind of blindsided, you know? And, and here's the truth of what happened last night. I'm going to try to make this short, sweet, simple to the point. Um, the Philadelphia 76ers got caught up in all of the Ben Simmons stuff with him returning and all the hype and this and that, you know, one of the most anticipated regular season games. And the Brooklyn Nets came out there and fought for Ben and they punched us hard in the mouth and we did not respond. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets came out. They were ready. They were locked in. They've been hearing a lot of stuff, which is also true, by the way. I mean, let's not forget the fact that the Nets have still lost, you know, what, 16 out of their last 20 games. But they came and they looked locked in and they were ready to play. That was probably the best performance they had of their entire season, right? I mean, at one point when you're shooting 60% from three and, you know, you're just locked in, right? Kevin Durant, I'll never take anything away from Kevin Durant. To me, he's the most skilled scorer in the league, and, and I hate playing him because he just doesn't miss. Um, I'll never take anything away from Kevin Durant. He finished the game with, what, 25 points, 10 for 17 from the field. He was locked in. Kyrie Irving at 22, he was locked in. Seth Curry in his Philly return comes and just knocks down shot after shot, 24 points. Uh, the Nets had their best game of the year, even their depth guys, right? James Johnson with 16, Mills with 10, Claxton with 9. They were ready to play, and, you know, as someone who jaws with them, goes back and forth, I got to give them credit. They played a great game, um, and they deserved the win last night. They deserved it by a mile. Um, here's the fact of the matter, though. Uh, uh, basketball is, is a series, right? When you get to the playoffs, it's a series. And to be quite honest, I still think, even though it looked miserable last night, I still think the Sixers would have a chance at beating the Nets in a series. I do think we could take a series. I never thought it would be a sweep or even five games. I know it would be at least a six-game series either way. Um, and even though the Sixers aren't the favorite right now, I mean, and not in the series, but just in general in the East, I still think the Sixers have a chance, and I know there's a lot of overreactionary takes, and it's deserved. You know, that's what Philadelphia does. 
Um, but at the end of the day, this is one game, and you got to learn from it. You definitely need to watch the tape back a lot and learn from it. Um, the Philadelphia 76ers, like I said, did not come out, and they were not focused, right? Joel Embiid and maybe George Niang looked like the only players that woke up knowing that you know they had to go out and win that game yesterday. Um, now, it does suck because the Sixers are 5-0, and leading up to this game with James Harden on the roster. They have been playing well. Things have been going good. Nobody's going to care about that. To be honest, I don't know if anybody's going to care about this game a couple weeks down the road, right? When we get to the playoffs, will they really look back at this game? They might, you know, they might reference it. Um, but it's definitely tough when when all eyes are on and you go out and lay an egg like that. I'll tell you the number one thing that, that really hurt me yesterday as a fan. It wasn't the fact that we got smacked because I can take that. I can definitely take that. Uh, the thing that really gets me is, you know, us going and and looking, I'm not going to say we gave up, but looking like we were deflated in the third quarter. Like, that just can't happen. Um, now, I will say, you know, after the game, I was happy with some of the quotes, right? James Harden comes out, and he takes accountability right away. He says, individually, i got to be better. Turnovers were just careless. I'm trying to figure things out. We got our butts kicked um, and pretty much says we got to go back to work. Hey, you know, Harden played absolutely terrible. There is no fronting about that. James Harden had his worst game, and this is a narrative that has followed him around, saying that he doesn't come up big in big games. Now, if you want to give up on James Harden based off of one game, by all means, go ahead. I will not do that. Um, he had a really tough game. And, and what I saw with James Harden last night, to be to be honest, with my completely fair analysis here, I saw James Harden in the first quarter try to get to the rack. He was trying to get to the hole. He was going up strong. And, you know, he did not get any of the normal calls that he usually gets. He shot two for two from the free throw line. He shot a miserable three for 17 from the field. And honestly, after the first, second quarter, it was almost like he just had nothing left in the tank. He was settling for shots. It, you know, he started to, to dish it off more, and he just had nothing left. When he could not get those foul calls, it seemed like it was over for James Harden. Um, and that is a little bit concerning. Definitely, if you get to the playoffs and you're not getting those foul calls, you know, what do you do? But, uh, you know, Harden has to be much better. He knows that. He was bad on both sides. I got to give Kyrie Irving credit. I did not know he could defend James Harden that way. I, you know, I, I don't really consider Kyrie Irving like an elite or even great or good defender. Um, so the fact that he played him like that, I got to give him his credit for last night. Um, but yeah, James Harden, I just thought he just was not locked in and he couldn't get early, you know, to, to the charity stripe. And I thought it was over after that for James Harden. Uh, Joel Embiid went 5 for 17 from the field. He had 27 points, though, 15 for 19 from the line. I thought Joel continually tried to fight. He tried to get down low. He tried to get these cats in foul trouble. I mean, he had the whole damn team in foul trouble in the first quarter. I mean, Bruce Brown ended up with four fouls. KD, Kyrie, Drummond all had three. Drummond had three in the first quarter. Joel was bodying these cats. They could not really take a hold of them. Uh, but on the other hand, you know, no calls were going to James Harden, and he just was not comfortable uh, at all, and he did not show up in the big moment. So, um, you know, I can't really be mad at Joel Embiid. I know he had some turnovers, right, four turnovers, four fouls. He did make some mistakes later on, but I thought for like a quarter, quarter and a half, Joel Embiid really tried to keep this squad in the game, um, and I think they'll bounce back from that. Uh, Tobias Harris gave us his 16 points, what I expect from Toby. Thought he had a decent game. He was hitting a couple nice shots, you know, a nice step back to keep us in it. 
Tyrese Maxey was two for seven from the field. I thought Tyrese really faded out. I was kind of disappointed in Tyrese as well because, um, you know, in, in this type of stage, this magnitude, right? Remember last time we played the Nets, Tyrese stepped up completely, and, and he was that guy. And I just I just don't know what happened last night. I don't know if the moment got away from him or or if he just wasn't comfortable, if there was a lot of pressure. But Maxie just did not seem to want to attack at all. He kept dishing it off, finished with seven shot attempts. You can't do that if you're Tyrese Maxie as well. You know, I, I want to see more of the offense run through Maxie, and I thought having that element that could put it on the floor uh, would have been really helpful for us. And, you know, the Brooklyn Nets were playing locked in defense more than I've seen before. Do I think they can do that consistently? No. Uh, do I think that they're bench guys? Do I think all of these guys are going to step up and have 10-plus per game? No, I don't. And that is why I think that, you know, the Sixers could uh, could win a series against this team. Um, you know, at one point, the, the Nets were shooting 60% from deep. The Sixers were shooting 25%. Uh, it ended up being a little bit closer, more even. But, you know, for most of this game, it was lopsided. The Nets had more fast break points. They were just playing with more pace, more aggression, more energy. Uh, and the Sixers simply did not show up. It seemed like we were too distracted based on the whole uh, Ben Simmons thing. And just seeing him back on the on the sideline, you know, standing up, clapping for each shot, it makes me sick, man. It does. Um, to be honest, I think even putting him in the Nets offense with what, the, with what I saw last night, I think that might even make them worse because they had more spacing. Um, and putting him in, it's going to be a little bit iffy. But nonetheless, um, you know, the Nets got the better of us last night. That's really what happened. Our, our bench guys, like I said, Niang stepped up, hit some big shots, looked like he wanted to play. DeAndre Jordan had a couple nice alley-oops. But other than that, you know, our depth needs to be more consistent, and they got to step up, and they were not. And they were not. And that's really the story of the game. The Nets punched us in the mouth, and we never looked back. Here's what I'll end with today, though. Um, you know, a lot of people are already out. You know, James Harden is a choker. He's done. Sixers are done. Look, man, we still got 17, 16 games left in the regular season. We have playoffs to go. Um, I'm not giving up on this team by any means. We are 5-1 and one now with James Harden. We had a tough night at the office. And let me tell you this, man. The, the silver lining of this game, okay, is that it happened now. It happened now. If this was game 6-7 of the playoffs, then yeah, you know, we are done. We're deflated. But the silver lining of this game is that we got a reality check we got a wake-up call, and now we know, right? It, just like anything in life, when you come out and you're not prepared, you're not ready, you take it to heart, you go back, you get better. Like I said, James Harden talking about accountability. I like that. Uh, other guys as well, Doc Rivers, everybody was accountable last night. And now you go back and you make the necessary adjustments from a basketball standpoint, from a mindset standpoint. And when this type of situation comes again, when we match up with these cats again or whoever else in a tough environment, we're going to be more locked in, more prepared, ready to go. And, and honestly, that is the truth. That is the truth. You know, I don't see us letting this slip us by again, this type of opportunity, right? Next time, we probably won't, you know, pay attention to as much of the distraction. We'll be locked in. Um, and that's really what you can say from this. But at the end of the day, the Nets got us last night. They got us good. Uh, but you know, it's a marathon, not a sprint and the Sixers will come back. And I do believe, uh, they will come out much more prepared next time and they will be ready to go. And they just got to keep on winning games, working on the chemistry and let's keep on rocking going forward. Sixers nation will be good, man. We will be good. I promise you that that is all I got. Give me all your thoughts. 
down below in the comment section. Like always, appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and I will catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect.